Yes, it's that time of the week where we get together with none other than Jenny Baxter from SA People, joining us from Antibes in France. Jen, what is happening over in your neck of the woods? How's it, Melanie? Well, we've actually been told that for the next two weekends, we have to go into a lockdown. We're about 20 minutes from Nice. Their figures are three times higher than the rest of France. They say it's because of all the holidaymakers that came at Christmas. So all along the coast now, including Cannes, including Antibes, uh, down to Théos-sur-Mer, we're all on lockdown for the next two weekends. So that's back to only being allowed out for an hour a day and only being allowed to go to the shop, walk your mm. dog, <laughs> or maybe exercise. But it's fine. It's fine. Our, our mayor is trying to fight for us to get three hours. But, you know, whatever it takes to end this as soon as possible. We're sitting here waiting for the next family meeting because our figures apparently have been going down. So my fellow South African will come and talk to us soon, I'm hoping. And hopefully they will not close off alcohol sales again. I think that would be a bit... Uh, <laughs> that's the one thing I think that is like, you know, as P. Joe O'Rourke said in his Holidays from Hell, South Africa is the place where he has never seen anybody drinking quite as much. <laughs> All right, so what, what has been happening on, on SA People over this last week? It's so funny because here in France, when we were in lockdown, one of the essential services was keeping the, the bottle stores open. That's, that's considered <laughs> essential in France. Well, over the last week, we've had a couple of really heartwarming stories, including the one, I don't know if you saw the beautiful video, of a woman being wheeled out of ICU after 65 days. I'm actually friends with her sister, who's an author, you know, and we had sat through those 65 days not knowing what was gonna happen, but that, that hospital staff fought like tigers for her. And so when she was wheeled out, it just makes you cry. You know, there's over a hundred staff members cheering and clapping. And as her sister, Helen Moffat said, you know, it's so good for the, for the hospital staff to get a happy ending. The success stories are what we're looking for. We know a lot of the people just see it as doom and gloom. And, and I think depression is becoming a big thing. And of course, with uh, kids going back to school again and uh, so many matrics doing so well, after what was a really, really hard year, hopefully it'll be easier for this year's crop of matrix. They were talking about the mental health issues that kids are going through. And I think that we think, oh, they're homeschooling them. They're going back to school. Everything will be okay. But a lot of them are actually really suffering quite badly. Even kids in their 20s as well, you know, we all need to, to really tune into them and, and listen to them, don't we? I are your so, girls indeed. okay? Oh, yeah. No, hell for leather. What can I say? Matric, here we come. <laughs> it's oh, all good exciting. fun. It's all quite a nice thing that, that for matrics who, do, who didn't pass, that there's actually a second chance, that there's other exams they can, they can now write to, to try and pass. So, so that's yes. good. Yeah, they've got a lot of courage, these kids. I was talking to another friend whose daughter did matric and didn't, she passed, but she didn't do as well as she wanted to. So they're being given the opportunity, but I think it's only in around about April that they get to rewrite. 
But, okay. um, I mean, the amount of heartwarming stories and you see so many people putting their pictures up of their kids getting the four, five, six, seven. I know one of my, my children's friends got 10 distinctions. I'm like, this is, <laughs> it just shows, okay, that it can be done. All right. Wow. So also, we're also talking about the, the vaccine and a lot of people still not wanting to leave their homes here in South Africa until we all get vaccinated. And I think the comorbidity people will get it hopefully before the majority of the politicians. <laughs> okay, yeah, I agree. You know, um, we, we've got a lovely story coming up today with uh, one of the doctors from Cape Town. So she was amongst the 23,000 who were vaccinated by Monday, the health workers. Oh, her description of it is just so moving. She said it was almost like being at the first voting again. You know, everybody standing there, sharing their stories of what they've gone through and what those healthcare workers have gone through is, you know, incredible ups and downs. And she said the injection itself was not so bad, but she has detailed the, um, the symptoms that she got afterwards for the next 24 hours. And she said, you know, everybody should be prepared for those. I think one of the things was you basically need to have a little bit of flu medication on hand because you will maybe get the body aches and temperature. She said it is so totally worth it, you know, mm. and just encourages everybody to queue up and get it done when you can. Hopefully for all those politicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some people that I think that should be getting it before people who um, think they should get it. And, and those are the people in entertainment, the people who are in sport, because those are the people that we've been keeping an eye on. And also they need our support at this stage because a lot of people haven't been able to perform. They haven't been able to play sport against people. We really, especially in this country with our rugby, <laughs> yeah. and I can't wait to actually see proper rugby being played again. And, and how's this move of Sia Khaleesi going off to the Sharks? I'm sure that Western Pro are just like absolutely like about it. I know my brother would be up in arms because he's a full-on province supporter. Where did the stormers come from? The Western Cape. So I know that they are devastated and Sia's always been a, a big stormers guy. But I'm just so excited that he's going to the Sharks because... Because you know, you're, like you're a Durban girl. <laughs> exactly. And, and I just think that, you know, they're going to love the Durban people. They're going to love uh, the social life, you know. You know, there with rugby, after every match, you know, everybody uh, gathers on the, on the field and you have brides coming out of the boots of cars. And, you know, it's just, it's just such fun and there's such a family spirit there. I think Sia will be very happy there. And I've been a little bit upset to see, you know, how everybody's treating it like he's going to Mars or something when Durban <laughs> is divine. <laughs> and he'll be able to swim in a warm sea, you know. There's so much to look forward to in Durban. Can't wait to get back down there again. I will at some stage. Other things I saw on the site about... <laughs> One of my favorite things, and I'm using that completely not meaning it really, spiders, rain spiders. Yeah, because we've been having a lot of rain. And I mean, rain spiders are like the size of my hand here in Johannesburg. But there was a story about one in Swellendam. So sweet. I just, I love the professional care that, that happened. There was a woman in, in Swellendam who phoned the police 
to say that there was a brain <laughs> spider in her bedroom. And the police very kindly said, look, it's not our normal breaking and entering, but they called the SPCA on her behalf because she was just so upset. And the SPCA actually went to her house and they managed to safely get the spider, but they wrote the most beautiful, really humorous write-up about it. And then they included a few tips, uh, you know, for instance, close your doors and windows windows during this rainy season if you're scared of rain spiders etc etc it reminded me of when we used to have those parktown prawns in Joburg do you still get them Yes, we do. I haven't seen any for a while, but you know what? Everybody has this issue about them. I have no problem. I see them walking through the house to pick it up and take it outside. Really good for the garden. Do you they pick aerate it up the with soil. your hands. Yeah. I mean, they're not that scary. Don't get me near a rain spider, though. I mean, you should see the antics that go on and the screaming that happens when we're trying to get one out of one of the bedrooms. But uh, part-time prawns, just pick it up. Take it outside. And, and, I mean, just leave it there. But Mel, have you ever heard, okay, for anybody who didn't grow up in Joburg like you, so somebody like me, the few years that I spent and all the people on our social media pages who are saying, please give us tips on how to get rid of part-time prawns, because for us, we've never seen anything like that and we've never heard anything. They scream. The ugly lunus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, oh, I think you're very brave. Very brave. No, they, they, they won't hurt you. Yes, sure. They might shoot some of that black icky stuff out of them if they get really frightened. It's a defense mechanism, but they really are harmless. The funniest story for me was a friend of mine who had a parcel which was sent over to him with some shoes from South Africa to Los Angeles. And when he opened up the, the, the shoe box of parcel, whatever it was that he received, there was a Parktown prawn in there. So he decided to actually keep it as a pet. <laughs> he put it into its own little aquarium and looked after it. He's like, what do I feed it? You know, so gave him all the tips on keeping it. I said, but it's going to get very lonely. You're going to have to send him another one. They are very hardy little creatures, those, if you think about it. So yeah, don't be frightened of them. I know they're ugly, but they are the most fantastic creatures. And of course, hardy dars love them. And my goodness, are the hardy dars going completely crazy in Joburg at the moment. <laughs> really? We, we've had a few people send us videos, actually, and we've been posting them early in the morning to wake everybody up. Or, or, wake or up for people. The expats, yeah, for the expats to at least, you know, hear that sound from home. Yeah, so you can go onto the SA People uh, Facebook page and, and go and check out, <laughs> go and listen if you're missing the, <laughs> the sacred ibis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't miss it at all. But now talking about Facebook, why is SA People now not available in Australia? The Australian government and, and Facebook are having a bit of a standoff. The Australian government wanted Facebook to start paying news sites for their news because, you know, Facebook shares this news and makes money off of everybody going to Facebook to get their news, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Facebook has refused to pay any money and says, well, instead of that, we just won't let anybody in Australia see news on Facebook. So because we're a news website, we've had lots of people sending us screenshots saying, oh, we can't access you anymore. They can listen to the podcast and they can visit the website. Or go That's to absolutely true. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. the world does not just res- revolve around Facebook, although it's probably the, the one place that I, I do get a lot of my news from because I don't read newspapers. All right. <laughs> so now you said also Chasing the Sun. Tell us about Chasing the Sun. We're going back to rugby, aren't we? We are, we are. It is very exciting. I have you seen the documentary? I haven't. Okay. A bad, I'm a, and I'm a rugby, pre, like ex-rugby presenter. I should watch it. 
You really should. It's about the 18 months leading up to the World Cup. So it's the Springboks' whole journey from, they are that rags to riches tale. Obviously winning the World Cup and everything. And it's just, it's filled with so many moments that will not only make South Africans so proud, but will also kind of oh, make you cry. I don't know if you know about the one story, one of the, the wingers. They had their numbers on the back of their rugby jerseys mm-hmm. and they were allowed to put photos there of their families. And so, you know, lots of people had 25 photos, whatever. And this guy only had one photo because he has absolutely nobody no no family whatsoever every every, everybody has died even his brother and he never had a photo of his brother because they were so poor from the eastern cape and rusty erasmus tells the story and rusty cries you know so it's heartbreaking but so inspiring and he's the guy who went on to score south africa's first try in a world cup so oh that's great it's it's amazing of course one of the Best loose forwards of all time, such along a, with Andre Foss. I mean, I miss those days. I must be honest. Now yeah. we also like we we we're watching that. What else is happening that's on say on television that people either here in South Africa should be watching or abroad? That is obviously streaming on Showmax and also on Showmax. And what I'm excited about because we go into lockdown this weekend is that it's something for us to watch overseas and in South Africa, we're all getting it at the same time, is Tully's baby. Tully as in the uh, uh, Suzelle. Yeah, DIY. Yeah, so now she's being back in Tully character again. Exactly. And her first Tully movie uh, actually broke records. It was, you know, the first day had the most viewers ever on Showmax. So this, I think, is hotly anticipated. We can't wait. Cannot wait. I can never remember her actual real name. I always think of her Suzelle or Tally. <laughs> well, it's Julia is her first name. And then her surname and me having been married to a Greek, I should be able to pronounce it. Um, Anastopoulos or something. I think I might give that a, a go because um, I really, I love her sense of humor. I, yeah. I love Suzelle DIY, I think is one of the best things that ever came out. And the fact that it started off so small as a little thing that she would put up on YouTube, but beautifully done. I still love going and watching them again. They're so funny. Yeah. Okay, so now we want to know what is coming up for the next week. Fabulous photos from World of Birds, which is Africa's biggest bird sanctuary in, in the Western Cape. Um, Photos and videos and, you know, there's rare birds, there's beautiful birds, there's ugly ones. It's, 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 it's a wonderful kaleidoscope of pictures. And anybody in the area, we would also suggest that they go along, support them. Which reminds me, I think Kirsten Bosch is offering special mm-hmm. prices for locals, which is quite nice. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. Kirstenbosch for me is one of the most beautiful places to go. It's my favorite, one of my favorite places in, in the world, not just in Cape Town. Okay, so then uh, also we can, we can get free Zulu lessons. Yes, there's this guy. He's just amazing. He he started off on his Facebook page just sharing Zulu words every now and then. And he noticed how his, you know, Are we talking about page, Lucy? Yes. Yes. Malusi's Everyday know? Zulu. Yes. No, yes. I've, I've done a yes. couple of interviews with him. He's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he is 
absolutely amazing. And his courses are accredited now. But it all started off with just fun. But so many people wanted to learn Zulu, which is fantastic, because it's still not on Duolingo. So because of lockdown and lots of people losing their jobs and whatever, you know, being financially burdened, he has he is now making the lessons free. We've got all the details coming up this week. Yeah. We, we did. We, we used him um, unashamedly. I'm talking about uh, Mark, uh, who used to do yeah. Going Nowhere Slowly. I'm sure anybody who was here used to watch on a Sunday this mad blonde and the big red, that wonderful old Chevy that they drove around South Africa with uh, wonderful presenters uh, joining her along the way. And she and I, when we were doing radio together, were doing... Okay, there's a Zulu in my studio. <laughs> so we would every week we would give people the Zulu words of the week to learn and give explanations oh, and stories about them. So Malusi we stole from unapologetically because he's just so good. Yeah. Okay, well, there's a lot of things to think of, a lot of things to watch, a lot of things to do. And uh, are there any extras that you can think of off the top of your head that people should be watching out for? There's a new thing coming again to Showmax called Dam that was filmed in South Africa. Similar to The Outsider, very, very scary. Uh, you may have nightmares. You may not sleep. I've watched a little bit of it. But that looks like it's going to be very popular. We've got an interview with the main actress. And it was wonderful. You know, she, like many, many South Africans, went abroad for a few years to study, to travel, to experience. And she happened to go to Chile. And the script for the dam had the character coming from Canada. And so she asked them to change it to come from Chile. And then she could, you know, do a little bit of Spanish. And so that's really cool. So. That's a good one coming up. And then we've also got lots of new flights starting up again in South Africa, mm. which is good news. Shows some normality is returning. Um, flights within SA and, and also abroad, KLM's back. And we're also saving pangolins. It was Pangolin Day on Saturday, World Pangolin Day. There is a new hospital ward being set up dedicated for pangolins because they're the most trafficked animal in South Africa. So, so yeah, that's I good don't news understand. for pangolins. It's completely mad. Completely mad that people must just leave the pangolins alone. Mm. Oh, and then for you, of course, um, I don't know if you've heard that uh, Jeremy Mansfield is once again leaving Hot 91.9. Yeah. Um, I know that they had a problem with their streaming today as we speak, um, but I think that's back up for all of those people overseas who listen to the best music station, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, anyway, in South Africa. And don't forget, I mean, a lot of the stations here in South Africa, if you're missing your favorite presenters, they're on places like Mix FM. You can stream all of these um, stations and it's it's lovely to hear those voices and also jacaranda of course with barney simon and alex J. So all the names from the good old days yeah love it love it well jen listen enjoy the lockdown uh enjoy tally enjoy drinking your wine and we will catch up again with you next week awesome thank you and enjoy your free weekend bye thank you we'll speak <laughs> to you soon Hi, we are Goliath and Goliath, and you're listening to another Solid Gold Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>